Hey listeners, John here. Just a little note that this minute the movie has a sexual assault joke. That's fun. So we do talk about that a bit in this. Just a warning there. Hit the board go button until you're past it if you are uncomfortable when it inevitably comes up. But, you know, you have to address it. Roll back. Anyway, enjoy the episode. Dueling Genre Welcome back, listeners, to our fold. Come back. Come on in. You see... Oh, you're... Oh, look at you. You're gonna catch your death out there. Yeah, it's been snowing pretty hard, hasn't it? Come here by the fire. Get a cup of hot, steamy cocoa. The movie. Get it? That's a Pixar film. Come in here and sit down. We're Toy Story Minute. Yeah, come on. Come on down. Back to the podcast, Toy Story Minute. The podcast where we talk about Toy Story 2 alien force one minute at a time i'm john i'm jeb and i'm sorry <laughs> this is minute 90 getting that big nine o. Oh, it starts with there's a little baby tiny thing i forgot to go i love that he says a little baby tiny thing yeah not tiny baby thing a little baby tiny thing. yeah it's so good. It's not their bugs like. This is maybe now my most quoted line in this movie. Probably at least in the podcast, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a tour movie. At least in the pre-roll. It's a tour movie. Whenever I'm explaining to a guest, probably the listeners might not even heard it. It's I a say, tour It's a tour movie, but it's not a bug life tour, so we do different titles. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's the whole thing. And it, this minute ends with Monkey Chow. You can't say it, Jeb. Sorry. I know. I want to say it so bad. It's like the most memorable joke in the Mario Brothers live action movie in Mario Brothers Minute got split up. No, that's the worst. The one that's like Mario Mario and Luigi Mario the Mario Brothers. Mm -hmm. Maybe our most memorable joke in this movie. I don't know. We'll talk about it after. I think we'll probably talk about it next movie. Tomorrow. Next minute. But which is the best joke in this movie if it's Mm -hmm. the behind or monkey show, whatever. This minute has one notable credit that I saw which is Samuel Penguin, in quotes. Black. Black, yes. Mm -hmm. Did you notice this as well? Yeah. Because his middle name is Penguin in here. They put it, yeah. His real name is Samuel Lord Black, which is also a cool name. Right. Why would you change your, yeah. Yeah. It's weird. But I noticed this in the credits, as did you, of course, and Googled him because, like, there's got to be something interesting about him. And actually, he's in Monsters, Inc., he is George Sanderson, a.k.a. the guy who gets 2319. Oh, no. Yeah. Right? George and I are like brothers. I think I was sitting with... I might have been sitting with my girlfriend. I might have been sitting with someone else. But I was, like, looking at notes for this. They were definitely sitting with someone. Yes. I was sitting in a tree, N-O-T-I-N-G, down things for these minutes. And I was like, who's George Sanderson in Monsters, Inc.? And I just went to... 2319! I was like, oh! So that's a thing, yeah. Penguin Man over here. Do you think he has that nickname himself or he gave it to himself? I don't know. It's a lame enough nickname that I can believe he gave it to himself. Right. But who knows? I think the best nickname we see in these credits that we also saw last movie was Neftari El Magnifico. El Magnifico! Man, I don't know anything about that man, but I I love him. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, what would Bugs Life 2 be about is my 
big starting question for this before we go into more uncomfortable territory in this minute. Because the bug tribe is liberated. Yeah. Okay, here's something that always bugs me about Bugs Life, and not just a Bugs Life, but all movies about Bugs. Bugs Thanks, Jed. Is that there are male characters at all? Because males in most of these bug societies just have sex and die. Yeah. That's already weird enough. That, like, you know, the main character is a male worker ant. That's not a thing that exists. Right. Same problem with ants. Same problem with the B-movie. Basically, you know, you have to have male characters because patriarchy, even though, oh, yeah. yeah. There was this interesting thing I saw a while back about how, like, queen bees were called king bees until scientists actually were able to look into it. And they had all sorts of weird justifications until they started being like, you know what, maybe bugs don't have to go by rigid gender roles that humans go by. Weird. <laughs> right? Uh, maybe I'll dig that up and put it in the notes for this minute. The colony's at peace, right? They drove away the grasshoppers. So would it be like an Incredibles 2 thing where it's like, well, now what is their married life for? I guess that's Incredibles 1 also. Right. Because I assume that he and Julio Louise Dreyfus aunt get together. I think that's a safe assumption. Mm-hmm. Where else is there to go? You can't have Heimlich be Heimlich because as we noted, he should be a butterfly. Right. Huh. Hmm. I don't know. Debra. Yeah. Debra! That's actually... Yeah, he's in... Yeah, he's yeah. in that. Yeah. Well, actually... Uh, Brad Garrett is not very uh, Next minute, there's something actually about that. But oh, really? Yeah, don't worry about it. What we need to worry about is... The worst aged joke in this film. Weird. By far. Ooh. There's an extended blooper that is a Me Too movement very joke, basically. Blah. It is Stinky Pete consulting with two absolutely identical Twin Barbies. Barbies. Oh, I'm sure I'd be able to tell you a part. Teach you about acting anytime. I can get you a part in Toy Story 3. God. First of all, Stinky Pete's not in Toy Story 3. A different Barbie, maybe, I hope not one of these Barbies, is in Toy Story 3. Probably the implications that that would have with this. The implication is this is a hashtag me too thing. This is a casting couch, whatever you want to call it, a sexual abuse by... Sex for work. Yes. This is a textbook case of harassment. Of using your power to... Yes. Like, I can kind of understand... No, I don't understand it as being in a children's movie. Mm -mm. I can kind of understand a joke about it, but I, like... From someone ignorant, but I don't know why they would put it in this kid's movie. And, like, he even, as they're leaving, looks at one of their butts. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, first of all, Barbies don't have butts. Right. Second of all, like, toys are not sexual. Is this a more sexual joke than the boner joke with yeah, butts? Yeah, I think so. Yeah! You two are absolutely identical. All that. Like, this is inappropriate in several ways, not just because a sex joke is inappropriate here. Right. What do the kids watching this think the joke is? That he's flirting with girls, I guess? Right, I... Just that brings up so many uncomfortable... Obviously, sexual abuse is a thing about power, not about sex, right? Right, yeah. So, it's not a... Because the toys aren't sexual. Does Stinky Pete have a ding-dong? A gross, stinky, old ding-dong? <laughs> yeah, that's really... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But, like, that's the implication here. That he wants to get his Stinky Pete stank. Or Stinky. Yeah. It's so gross. He wants to stink up his Pete. It's so inappropriate, and it's just... Especially living in the year of our Lord 2018, when, you know, this kind of thing rightfully ends your career unless your name is TJ Miller, Jonathan Depp, that one dude who directed all those X-Mans is still working. Brian, what's his face? Brian. Brian Singer! 
Yeah. That guy who has child sex slaves. Some of them have gone away. Yeah, hopefully the majority. But like Kevin Spacey's gone away for the most Harvey part. Harvey Weinstein, of course, Harvey started it. Just turned himself in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen Louis C.K. in anything in a long time. And now, have you seen that they're trying to like Charlie Rose wants to have a show about people who got me tooed? Oh my god! First of all, what's the market for that? Right. Second of all, if your most notable thing now is being known for being a monster, here's what you do. You take all your riches that you have from being famous off the backs of others, you go live a quiet life, and you don't bug anyone, and you don't be public, Mm -hmm. and hope... That people forget. Yeah, because you want to be forgotten now. Yeah. If I committed a terrible crime, which thankfully I have not, and I don't intend to do, Mm -hmm. but, you know, if I had Me Too'd someone, or gotten me too or whatever then i would just slink into nothingness you know who else is still around who ryan seacrest is he still around he's, what's he yeah, doing now still hosting american idol i forgot american he idol knew. still yeah, a thing he's still the, uh, yeah he's, well you know who else is still around most notably i think president donald john oh donald j I, yeah you include yeah. the john because it's important yeah. people forget about it it's important like barack hussein obama but, right yeah oh I hate this. I hate that this is in this movie, and I hate that we have to now, like, bum talk about it. Here's the thing. There are so many talented people in the world, and also so many underappreciated people, and so many hardworking people, and all these things, that, like, who cares if they're also a genius or whatever, or a good artist? Yeah, somebody else could... If you're one in a million, there are, like, 6,000 of you. Right. We don't need to prop up these terrible people because there are plenty of people willing and able to take their places yeah and sometimes do it better because you know what if you're working hard at something and trying to make art you know what you don't need the distraction of you trying to be a skis ball right on top of it right that makes your art worse yeah it made this movie worse this right. movie just got worse because John i forgot that there were yeah. some other tech bros Right. We're like, hey, what if we included a joke about how Stinky Pete trades sexual favors for, for getting people into these fictional yeah. children's movies, wholesome children's movies, to make people feel sad nostalgia things? Mm-hmm. Like, why? Why would you do this? This is the worst minute. I'm going to put it out there. Yeah. Worse than the buzz thing. I'm yeah. Gonna, yeah. You yeah. Know, yeah. This is worse than the buzz thing because that was unfunny, but it wasn't painful. Right. That was just okay. It's sad that this is right here too because it's, there's three other really good bloopers in this minute. Yeah, there's the Bugs Life, there's this, and then there's the Alien and the Mister Potato Head mm-hmm. continued thing. Yeah, like everything else in this minute is really good, mm-hmm. but this is just disgusting. Yeah, I hate it. I think my top four people that I would be shocked if any allegations came out in this order would go. Tom Hanks. Oh, dude, you're playing with fire here by like I know who I'm going on the saying. Record with yeah. Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. My top two, I'm fairly certain, will never do anything. Okay. Tom Hanks, Michael Sarah. Yeah, because he's been involved in Arrested Development, but hasn't done any of the gross Arrested Development things. Yeah, yeah. Donald Glover, Keenan Thompson. I don't know really anything about Keenan Thompson, so I don't know. That's like, a good thing. Like in real, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say my top are 90 percent of women. I was go- okay, okay. Danny DeVito. Oh, da- Tom oh Hanks. I love Danny him. DeVito is my top because here's the thing. Have you seen like looking oh, at Danny DeVito? He's such a nice guy. Yeah. Well, he, not just that, but he's really he's like woke. Yeah, he like, was like out campaigning for Bernie and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and like he goes to things like black. Uh, BLM. Oh, yeah, no. That, oh, I forgot. And, yeah. and, like, shuts up and just listens. I'm going to go to the... T- actually, I'm going to replace... Move everyone down. I'm just going to go at the top the entire cast Daniel of Sunny. Daniel DeVito. The entire... The entire cast? 
Yeah, they're they're all no, not like extras, obviously. No, yeah, but like, like Glenn Howerton, Rob McElhinney, Charlie Day, Caitlin Olsen, Danny DeVito. Yeah, I mean there are a few lady me twos that you know, like Amy Schumer and um, Ugh, what's like her, her name, Lena Dunham, Ugh. who wrote a book about molesting her, or well, she mentions molesting her sister. She sucks. But you know, by and large, hold on a minute. Yeah, but. So my top you know, is... The, the entire Sunny cat, like, mm-hmm. the, the stars of Sunny, they go to, like, yeah. the Black Lives Matter stuff and just shut up and listen. They go yeah. to, like... Pride parades. Pride parades and, like... Well, wasn't Rob McElhaney, he was raised by two moms or something? Something like that, yeah. Or, like, a lot of his family is gay. Uh-huh. He's got... Yeah. And then... They're in that yeah. whole sphere. And then they, yeah, they but all, they, like, yeah. actively wear those, like, you can pee next to me shirts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, like, they've apologized multiple times for the gross transphobic jokes in the early seasons. Yeah. They're like, okay, yeah, we know. We And not only that, but they kind of made up for them later. Right. Oh, some. Some. Right. You know. They're like, yeah, we didn't It's really hard when know. you have a show about a bunch of jerks. About, about yeah. horrible people. Yeah, where do you draw the line of the horrible people being horrible people? <laughs> like, the one thing that they apologized was they were like, Usually when it's, like, everybody being a horrible person, there's one person in the group that's like, hey, that's not okay. Or, but, like, even someone outside the group. Yeah, but in, like, the earlier seasons with the transphobic stuff, there was nobody that was like, hey, yeah. stop it. Yeah. Yeah. I do like there's one scene where someone tries to justify violence against a trans woman by saying that, oh, it's okay because she's a guy or whatever. And someone's like, is that a hate crime, bro? Mac accidentally punches her yeah, in the face. Yeah. And then, like, there's these two dudes that get, like, Which, they're, what are you doing, man? And he's like, oh, no, it's all right. That's actually a dude, and they're like, that's honestly, a hate crime. Honestly, I still don't like that because there's way too many depictions of violence against trans women, just for being right. in there, that even though there's a meta-commentary, I just don't like that there's that joke in the first place. Right. I wrote a thing once where I uh, was talking about like representation and stuff, and I had to make a list of jokes about or against trans women, and the list was like a whole page. It was ridiculous. Ooh. Ace Ventura and IT Crowd and Yes Sunny and Family Guy. All there's so many things that are just like people are obsessed with hating mm-hmm. these women. Yeah, because people are jerks. Yeah. Anyway, politics. Am I right? Toy Story. We have the aliens. We do. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> that was. Hey, come for the Toy Story too. Stay, Stay for, for the leftism. <laughs> I was confused with this, and I've been confused by this line until, like, the other day when I looked it up, that he says in the letterbox copy, you can see me pulling Woody's ankle. Because I thought that this meant on the cover of the box. Uh, Do you know what letterbox means without looking it up? No. I didn't either, so, yeah. It's something that we're a little bit too young for. Okay. Because letterbox is another way of referring to widescreen on VHSs. Oh. I thought letterbox was, like... The cover of the movie. Right. And so I was thinking Toy Story has that cover where Woody is flying mm-hmm. attached to Buzz, or Buzz is flying attached to Woody's holding on to Whatever, it, yeah. Where there's no aliens. Yeah, and it's like, huh? No? Yeah. And so I was like, this confused me the whole time. But since it's widescreen, it's like, oh, you can't see it in full screen. Just widescreen, yeah. So he's on the edge. So this is a thing that, like, if you're an extra in a movie, I would be obsessed with this. Like, yeah. I'm in the 16-9 cut of this movie, yeah. but not in the whatever, you know. Yeah. I don't know anything about aspect ratios. Right. Folks. But, yeah, that's that's really cool. Yeah. I like it a lot. And you're just like, oh, nice. Yeah, awesome. Why is it the middle alien is the most featured of these extras? Is it like, I mean, I guess it's because it's the thing that happens. It's mm-hmm. like one of the extras is like, 
well, I had a role where Tom Hanks runs past me in a movie. Yeah, or, yeah. You could see me making a disgusted face right behind Tom Cruise running, because Tom Cruise runs in every movie he's in. Yes, he does. Yeah, just like Tom Hanks pees in every movie he's in that's not animated. Right. Robert and... Downey Jr. told me to go to in Iron Man 1, so... Oh, wow. Stuff like that, you know? Yeah. I'm sorry, now I'm thinking about things that actors do in every movie. Oh, Matt Damon eats. Or no, yeah. Brad Pitt. Yeah. I mix those two up for some reason. They're so... Oh, they're interchangeable in my life. Like, yeah. In my eyes. They don't look alike. They don't. Well, they're but like they the same kind of person, together. yeah. Same essential kind of role. Same kind of actor, yeah. 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 That's why I was so game. confused when I first saw Ocean's Eleven and I saw they were both in it. Wait, this is Ocean's Ten! <laughs> Remember when Brad Pitt got stuck in space on Mars? Yeah. I remember when Matt Damon fought Edward Norton? Yeah, in Flight Club? Flight Club? Yeah, Flight Club? Flight Club. Yeah, that's what, you have frequent flyer miles. They meet on a plane in that. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) I feel like we've reached our quota for talking about different things. Right, yeah. The toothpaste commercial thing is so cute, too. I'm up for a toothpaste commercial. I wish that they had, like, if I were working at Pixar, I would do this just to do this. Been like, hey, any toothpaste companies want to just have a commercial with, with the L- in it for a meta joke? Right. Yeah, with the LGM in it? Cool. Even if he's just yeah. like, he's like a bath toy and it's just like he's in the background and somebody's yeah. brushing their teeth. It's like he's a villain. <laughs> or like he's a black alien. Oh, yeah. Something like that, you know? That's what I would probably... I'm just gonna go back in time to mm-hmm. 1999, maybe early 2000, and go up to Pixar and be like, I'm an ad executive. Don't worry, I know I'm 10. Or 9. But still, I'm an ad executive... Here's my here's my pitch for an advertisement. <laughs> Let's get Colgate on the line here. Yep. Let's get Pepsodent to start denting some Pepsi. Is that what Pepsodent does? I don't think so, but well, it's probably because it has pepsin in it. Pepsia, something. Pepsi is named after some chemical because it was like back in the day when all those soft drinks were uh, like health drinks. Yeah. Because it was called, like, Dipepsian or something like that when it was first marketed. And then it was just Diet Pepsi. Well, the Diet isn't from the... Yeah, but yeah. (laughs) I love all that old-timey soda crap. Yeah. Like, root beer was a cough medicine. Ginger ale is still used for tummies. Mm -hmm. Tummies. Tummy. Tummies. Tum-tums. But then we have the Tatoes. We can't get to the good joke yet. Mm Mm-mm. But a dime for calling is great because, A, you know who can also carry things in them, but also specifically carries dimes and such? <gasps> Woody. Rex. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> joke. Ham, though, right? Yeah. Like, Ham can lend you a dime. Also, he doesn't call. Also, how would he call? Climb up the, uh... The payphone? Yeah, the payphone. Put the dime in and then, like, jump up. Loop. Doop, doop, doop. Here's what I'm thinking, though. He's calling Andy's house? Oh, yeah. And Mrs. Davis answers. Hi, can you give the phone to Mrs. Potato Head, please? Stop calling me, please. (laughs) I'm working very hard on my mixtape, and I can't have the phone ringing in the background, and I can't turn off the ringer because it's 1999. Six. Whatever. Now stop calling if you just give the phone Mm -hmm. to Mrs. Potato Head. I only have one dime. Please, could you you do this? (laughs) Okay, well, whatever. I don't know. It's just so weird. It's such a weird little gag. So, let's talk not about politics or bad things. What's the difference, all right? <laughs> I don't know what that well, was. I'm our sorry. jokes about, like, making fun of toxic masculinity, like, gender roles, have evolved over the course of our friendship from the wife to. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's now our joke for, like, millennials. 
politics, anything. Yeah. Liberals. Liberals. Yeah. So, okay, changes that we would make in this movie. One major change that's still from last movie, I would still have Rex be Rosie O'Donnell because then you get being a gamer girl, which is important because it's about ethics and video game journalism. But the thing in this movie, obviously you can have a lot of changes because while this is my favorite of the movies, it also has the most easily changeable problems, I think. Yeah. Because it was made so quickly. Yeah. There's cruft. There's extra stuff in it that doesn't need to be in it. And it's a short movie. It's longer than the first one, but it's still short. And it still has things like wheezy singing. Yeah. Or like bullseye's bloopery scene. Yeah. Or the B plot. I like it, and we've talked about liking it, but it's right. so unconnected. Right. And doesn't build anything into anything. Right. It's just like there. Yeah, like nothing comes of the B plot except for eventually the aliens, and that's like the very, very tail end. Yeah, it doesn't involve Alice Toyborn at all. Right. It's just, like, cool exploratory stuff. Cool. And it's like we get introduced to Barbies. Yeah, or and Zerg. And Zerg. But like, Utility belt Buzz. We can still have this and tie it into the plot by right. building Buzz's character with it. Right. Which we talked about already. We accidentally talked about it when we talked about the characters. Right. It's that easy to do. Right. With Buzz. We can make him have an arc mm-hmm. that is interesting and that further develops his relationship with Woody, but also with Jesse. Speaking of the, the other biggest change, there are two big changes, basically, is the Buzz thing and Jesse. Yeah. Great character. Awesome. Great background. Mm-hmm. Great actress. Mm-hmm. She doesn't do anything in this movie. Right. She's just, like, there to be sad. And she gets damseled, and the one time and she distressed. takes... Yeah. The one time she has any agency is because Joan Cusack was like, hey, can you give my character a thing to do? Like, other like, than just be sad. Yeah, other than be sad. Hashtag sad boys. Right. She also doesn't have an arc. Yeah. Here's how I think you can tie it together. You know how Stinky Pete, like, betrays them and Woody feels all hurt and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, his sad man feelings? Mm-hmm. You know who's known Stinky Pete way longer and is more betrayed by him here? Uh, Bullseye. And... Yes! <laughs> Jesse, Yes, and also Jesse! Like... Think of all the things you could do with this, because Woody would have given her the promise of, he walks up to her and says, hey, come with me, you'll be playing with the kid again, and gets that ripped away from her, and that's what she wants. Woody already has the motivation of he might want to go to the museum because he realizing that his playtime with Andy is going to end. Right. And that he's mortal, all that kind of stuff. Jessie, on the other hand, all she wants is a kid. Mm -hmm. She just wants to be played with. She just wants to be loved. Woody, when he has the choice between the museum and going back to Andy, has to think about it. Right. Jessie doesn't. doesn't. Yeah, she's like, boom, let's or go. Or she shouldn't. Like, she gets acted twice and like... But that's because she's just like, what? That's because like, she has no self-confidence. Yeah, she's like, me? Here's the arc you get, Jessie. Make her betrayed by Pete because of course she's betrayed by Pete. Mm-hmm. And then have her actually react to it. Mm-hmm. Don't have her just shoved, literally just shoved in the back of the box. Right. For like so much of this movie. But have her, like, maybe engage in the conflict with Pete. Ooh, you know what you could do? Rather than the weird camera thing, or maybe alongside the weird camera thing. Have Jesse swoop in and do something, yeah. And then, maybe, Pete... I don't know how you would work this with the Amy thing, because I still like the Amy gag and that whole thing for Pete's character. But maybe, like, she not, like, sacrifices herself, but, like, Pete does something that shoves her back in, and that's why you have to go on the plane. Right. Or maybe... Oh, no, 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 no. Here's what I'm thinking. Woody gets shoved back in the case. Mm. And then, not because she already is playing this role of kind of rescuing Woody. Mm-hmm. And it plays in with the whole rescuing Woody thing that has been a theme throughout this whole movie. Yeah. 
man, I like this. That would be, yeah. And I understand why they didn't do it. It's because, A, they didn't have enough time. Right. And, B, even though there was, like, female co-writers of this. Girls can't do that kind of thing. Yeah. Still, you know, this movie has a... The, this series has a female problem, a yeah. femininity problem, yeah. I should say, because the third movie we talked about that. The femoids. Yeah. Oh, God. Incels are poison. Honestly, besides the padding and the stuff, and this could all easily connect with the B-plot, which kind of gets rid of the padding problem, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, this movie is so clean without it. Like, it, this, it makes this movie so clean. Oh, yeah. The other change I would make, I just thought of another change. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the gross, stinky peach joke that we talked about. This oh, hey, how about that? Oh. Wow. Replace it with some more alternate things. I don't right. even get rid of the buzz things or have the buzz thing happen once. If the buzz thing was one scene instead of four in a row, then we would have been like, yeah, that's dumb, whatever. Yeah. I mean, we probably still would have overanalyzed it because we're Toy Story. Yeah, right? but we wouldn't have been like this. Toy Story too. Yeah. Yeah. We wouldn't have been like, this is awful and yeah. almost ruins the it's whole garbage yeah yeah those are all the changes i can really think of i'm still not sure about bullseye whether he should be voiced or not right do you like that i think he gives you're him... more familiar with the original draft now yeah and doesn't he talk in that one yeah but he talks because he plays the uh jesse the role. jesse role yeah she's, yeah she's not in she's senora senorita cactus yeah and she's, she's not married don't call her senora Right, sorry. She, and she's more on, like, Stinky Pete's side in that Yeah, one. that's... We'll get into that. Yeah. Do you think Bullseye's character could have been improved in this movie? Mm. Or... Taking away his... Oh, bag. obviously his blooper. Put that in the bloopers. Yeah. Like, it that's works the, in the bloopers. Right, that's the only thing I can funny think. funny in yeah. the bloopers. That's the only thing I can think. Like, I don't really... I think it was good, because he's kind of like a... Mascot. Sidekick? No. Sidekick, par- like, not par- foil to a... Slink a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You know, they should have had more interactions than just the growling. Yeah. They don't even interact much in the next movie, do they? No, they don't. Hmm. Probably because they didn't want to overuse Slinky because Jim Over- Barney. Yeah. Yeah. Overstretch him. Nice. Is this something that the filmmakers couldn't have perceived, but anything maybe to build it more into Toy Story 3? To Back to the Future Part 2 it by, like, there's already kind of a hook. Yeah. But, like, anything that you could then... I mean, obviously, when we do Toy Story 3, we'll talk about changes we would make to that, too. Changes. But anything that, like... I don't Not know. that I can think so of. so good, and Toy Story 3 is so built on it. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, because they already mentioned, though, like, what happens if Andy grows, like, Goes out, to college. you. Yeah. yeah. Honeymoon. Yeah. They already do all that, so they already touch on that. I think it This ends is such and... a solid movie that, like, the changes are little scenes and just structural right it's a good movie you can tell though that this is like a second or third draft yeah if they could have given it another year Mm -hmm. then i even six months hope this movie would be better yeah i think it would be yeah you know there's a chance that it couldn't have been but like yeah they might have good dinosaur did a little bit give it a little bit more time i don't get it because that's not a good movie and it's pixar and they gave it too much time no i'm just saying Oh, like made a bad Pixar movie. Yes. They could have Cars 2'd it. Cars 2'd it. Yeah, okay. Tooted. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I guess until next time. The center is, um, I forgot. All the minutes? All the parts? Those Life 2, Me Too, Aliens. <laughs> oh, yeah, so yeah, I'm up for this toothpaste roll. Oh, that's great. Yeah. If you look in the letterbox copy of Toy Story Minute, but for the first movie, you can see me grabbing Woody's ankle. <laughs> if you look in the audio <laughs> podcast. The letterbox version of the audio podcast. Yes. Nice. Yeah. 
and I will get you a part in Toy Story Minute 3, but not like that. Not that way. You should get it on the merits of your talents and also not have to be abused. True. Listeners, be good to each other. What's before? Bye. Bye-bye now. He's the very best. He's the rootin'est, tootin'est cowboy in the wild, wild west.